What's up, Sam? What's going on? Sunday, I'm sitting in my bed. Um, I also just found out that vanilla extract or natural vanilla flavors on ingredients comes from a beaver's butt. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact of the day. Thank you for coming to our show. That will be all. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. It's a real thing. Oh, my God. It's on (laughs) natural... National Geographic. Like that would be the first thing you open up with. Like we we just had this, you know, just like nice. Okay, like what are we gonna talk about conversation before this? And then Sam's like, "Hey Sam, what's going on? Did you know?" (laughs) I'm so disturbed by it. That's my. I love that. Yeah, it's a National Geographic article. I recommend everyone to read it and then never eat vanilla flavoring again. I'm here for it. So it's, uh, it's not fake news. Other than the the beaver butt situation that you are perturbed by, how is uh, <laughs> how's life been these days? It's been really nice out. Um, I'm enjoying it, uh, but I don't think it's going to last into Thanksgiving, which no, I, I cannot believe. <laughs> right. I can't believe the holidays are almost here. I love Thanksgiving personally. I'm not sure how you feel about it, but... It's my favorite holiday because of all the food and it's also like a pregame to Christmas. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like Christmas time, Thanksgiving is like two days and then we're back to Christmas, which I'm also, I'm a big Christmas fan personally. Do you decorate before Thanksgiving? I don't. I don't. I do have Good. a strict um, no Christmas music and no, although I love it, but I try to be respectful of others. <laughs> So I will listen to it in my car, but yeah, I have a strict no Christmas music and no decorations until at least the day after Thanksgiving. And usually it's like, you know, there's a weekend or whatever. So I usually just wait till the weekend and start putting everything up after Thanksgiving. Good, good. Same. I'm like once Black Friday hits or uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, it's going to be Christmas all over the place. Target's having sales right now. I just ordered a Christmas tree. So I'm very excited. So one of the things um, we want to talk about today, and kind of goes hand in hand with the holidays coming up and then the January craze about like losing weight and everything um, is just body image and body positivity. So with the holidays coming up, we know that there's, and I think the holidays will be really modified this year because of COVID-19, but You know, one thing that we do obsess about after the holidays is how much uh, weight we've gained or food we ate, sugar. Um, And I think this kicks off usually around like Halloween because, you know, you're eating like Halloween candy, even though I didn't have any trick or treaters this year. I like ate of not. Well, we had like we had like 15. We just put um, we have a glass door that we can look through. We just left it open um, and we put candy on the front porch and like kind of wave to the trick-or-treaters. But yeah. yeah, we we have a lot of kids in our neighborhood, but we really only had like 15 trick-or-treaters. So yeah, we, um, we're real big. I'm actually, so number one holiday is Halloween for sure. Love Halloween. I love dressing up. I do something crazy every year. Um, I always do a, like a made costume. I never buy a costume. And then my second favorite holiday is definitely Christmas. But this year I didn't even really know what to do. I thought about getting one of those, um, like, you know, the, the hand grabber 
things that you, or like tongs or something. Like I thought about, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be six feet obviously, but I thought about maybe using one of those and picking up like one piece of candy and giving it to each kid so that like hands aren't going in the, in the little pot. But yeah, that was, that was kind of weird, but I agree. I feel like everything kind of starts with Halloween and candy and, you know, and then, and then it just kind of snowballs from there with all the rest of the holidays in, in succession. Yeah. And, um, I know like in the fall, I usually, this is when I start eating my comfort foods, like mac and cheese is like almost once a Mm. week, every week. Um, I love mac and cheese. Oh, me too. And I'm a big soup person, like big on soup. Um, so my husband is going to be like complaining real soon (laughs) because we eat so much soup in this house, but you just make it and freeze it. And yes. then eat it forever and ever. Yes. And it's just like so easy. You can like put a lot of veggies in it to get your veggies. But yeah, from here, from like Halloween, really, let's be real, like October 1st, because that's when I buy my first bag of candy. <laughs> to, 100%. Yeah. To like New Year's, I'm eating like shit. Yeah. So definitely snowballs after that, um, you know, with all of the holidays. And I feel like, I know my body has changed over the years, um, but I, you know, and I feel like I've, as I've gotten older, I've become more comfortable in my own skin and I've become more comfortable with, you know, like this transition of everything. But um, I, I feel like it's always this thing in the back of your head, you know, whether it's from the media or whether it's from your friends or your family or, you know, wh- whoever is, telling you or saying certain things about weight or the holidays or losing weight or gaining weight or, um, you know, bad for you foods or, oh, I'll have to get back on track after the new year. And I just, I feel like it's exhausting, honestly, it's exhausting trying to like, I guess, keep up with the norm and like your, your body, at least for me, in my opinion, like my, I am not the same person I was when I was in high school, like versus college versus now. I remember, you know, in high school, I played a couple sports and I remember eating hot dogs and candy and soda and, you know, just whatever, like loading myself up with crap before games. And then I would go out and run like eight miles in the soccer game, you know, and then college, like, was pretty up and down, you know, just here and there, like definitely gained some weight when I first got to college. Cause I had no idea how to act. And then, you know, like sophomore year was a little bit better. Junior year was okay. And then, you know, you know, you turn 21 and it is what it is. <laughs> it just is what it is. But, um, yeah, I definitely think that the holidays play a huge role in this and along with the media, with this, especially with women, I feel like with this body image problem and it gives us such unreal expectations, I think. Yeah. So growing up um, as a female, I feel like it was kind of engraved into our brains that, you know, being skinny is okay, but being fat isn't. Uh, and you know, this is, you know, through the media, like you said, our friends and family, including important women in my life, like my mother and my aunts, uh, just having these false expectations about, you know, just their bodies and how they wanted to look. And I remember just from a young age, and if my mom listens to this, I don't want to hurt her feelings, but it's not even her fault either, but 
her just looking in the mirror or going to me or my sister and being like, does this outfit make me look fat? And that gets in like ingrained, <laughs> engraved in to your brain. And just like, I feel like it just screws up. I don't like know. Like your just, foundation. Uh, yeah. Of, and self-image. Of what, yeah. A foundation mm-hmm. of, of your self-image. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's something I still struggle with today. I still, whenever I put on an outfit, I'm like, how do I look in this? Like yeah. not, not, I love this not dress. For you. Yeah, exactly. Not, I love this dress. I'm going to rock this dress today, but I don't know. It's just, it's even just hurtful and disrespectful to people who are bigger um, and may have been made fun of because of what they look like and their weight. Um, and it's just, it's never okay to do that. And it's something that we have to unlearn as women and as a society. You know, how have you become comfortable in your own skin or how are you becoming becoming comfortable in your own skin if you're not totally there yet? I feel like I am definitely more comfortable than I was when I was younger. Um, well, okay, let me let me uh, rewind. So for some reason in high school, I was just super confident. Like, I don't, I don't think the world has had hit me quite yet the way it has in my older, I mean, not that I'm old, I'm, you know, 29, but um, just the way that it has hit me in my adult years, I guess I should say. And, you know, I used to get really confused actually. Like when I was talking to girls, um, you know, and they would say, oh, well, you know, just whatever, like putting themselves down and saying things like, you know, I'm not pretty enough or I'm not skinny enough or, you know, whatever. And I just never really like truly understood why girls were so insecure. Like it just didn't really hit my brain. Like I, I was like, why are you saying that about yourself? Like, why do you think that way about yourself? You know? Cause I just never felt that way. I was like always super outgoing as a kid. And I was always like, you know, just, I did whatever I wanted, you know, I I mean, within reason, right. Like, like I remember when I was super young, I'd wear two different socks all the time, you know, and people would make fun of me about it in elementary school. And I was like, I don't care. Like I'm going to wear two different socks and I don't give a shit what you think. You know, I used to always be like that. And then I don't really know what flipped. Like, I think it was somewhere in like late high school, um, early college. Cause actually, and I think we may have been talking about this before about um, when we were talking about how girls are mean, but um, people started all these rumors about me in like late high school, uh, probably like senior, junior, senior year-ish. And I think that influenced me as well, like kind of just how I viewed myself. And I started to pick up on a lot of, a lot more of that. Um, like, especially being, so I'm, you know, and like you said earlier, like unlearning is super hard and we just like, it's in engraved in our brains from day one. And I think like for me, at least like I'm, I'm five one. So I'm just a generally petite person. And I, you know, I, I would get like all sides of the coin, right? Like I'm too skinny or I'm, I'm, you know, too fat or I'm whatever, like to this, to that or like people, even my mom's friends and same, same, sorry, mom, if I, you know, I don't want you to get upset if you hear this, but, um, 
you know, even some of my, my mom's friends, I remember saying like, oh, you're so skinny. Or, you know, when I was younger, like if I only looked like you, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like as women, like kind of going with our women empowerment theme, it's like, like, why don't you, I don't know, like talk about my accolades or something. Like be like, oh my God, you're super smart for going to Michigan state. Like that's awesome. Or, you know what I mean? Like you're super intelligent. Like I can tell by the way that you carry yourself or, I mean, I know it's like strange comments, right? Cause it's not where your brain goes, but it was like, um, so anyway, so to, to like ultimately answer your question, like I remember being super confident as a, as a kid and then growing up and realizing like, Oh, that's weird. Like people care about this stuff, except for I don't, but I must be the odd one out. And then the older and older I got, like almost the more insecure I got, because I was just like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm too skinny and I'm, you know, I'm five one. And like, I would remember friends would say, you know, I had friends that were quote unquote bigger than me, right. Like weight wise. And, you know, they'd say like, Oh, if I was only as small as you and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, 160 is going to look very different on someone who's six one versus five one. Like, I feel like weight is almost so relative and women just hone in on that. Like no one's like, Oh, like, are you fit? Like, do you work out? Like, what do you do for your routine? Like, it's all about image and yeah. Anyway. So I got, I became like more insecure and I just, uh, I guess ever since that realization, I've tried really hard to just do like this healthy lifestyle instead of, you know, Oh, I got to really work out and I got to like eat healthy every single day. It's like, whatever. Like we're not perfect. Health is relative to your specific situation. So, you know, people have ailments, people have situations, you know, different home lives, et cetera. So I've just come to this realization that I really don't give a shit anymore. Like, you know? Yeah. And that takes a, that takes a lot to get to, honestly. Um, like you said about like your mom's friends, like, oh my God, you're so skinny being comfortable in your own skin when you were younger and just getting more insecure one. Yes. Like we've already covered this in our last podcast. Girls are mean boys aren't even mean in high school. And there was, I remember being in high school and boys spreading rumors about women or men that were overweight. Um, but Also, I want to bring up a point that there are so many comparisons that you just said that I experienced in my own life in Ohio. And just a reminder to all of our listeners, Sam and I didn't go to the same school. My husband actually introduced us. So Sam grew up in Michigan. I grew up in Ohio. And basically, it's just crazy how (laughs) similar these comparisons are because I would have I have cousins much older than me. My parents are both the youngest of seven. So I have a lot of older cousins and growing up, you know, they'd be like, oh my gosh, like girl, you have legs for days, like in fifth grade, like fifth and sixth grade. I mean, it was like my girl cousin saying it, but still like that is still implementing, you know, body expectations on a young woman. And it's just like, you shouldn't be saying that to young girls. You can say, you know, Um, I think it's important to empower women and lift them up and yeah, like tell them when, you know, they look pretty or um, like, I love the color of your eyes or I love the color of your hair. It's so long. But once you start putting body expectations on women, you know, we start, we listen and 
And like making that the focal point, I feel like is kind of the key. It's like, why is body image and what we look like? I mean, maybe because it's our first impression, I guess. Like that's the first thing you see or like that's the first thing you know about anybody is their looks. Yeah. But it's like, why is that the focal point? Like, why is that the end all be all of a human being? It's exactly. And what is it like? what do they say when you meet your significant other or friend or something? I mean, psychologically, I think we do base it off their looks and if we're attracted to them or not. So I think a little bit of that is psychological, which is unfortunate, but also I think there's a lot of like unlearning we can do with that. And like somebody is more than the size of their waistband. Absolutely. So yeah, it's just, it's just crazy how similar, um, experiences kind of shaped us into having insecurities about our bodies. Like my cousin saying, I have long legs. Like I'm, I did when I was younger, when I was a little girl, cause you know, you kind of are still in that awkward stage of growing, but I'm five, six. I definitely don't have long legs. I got thick <laughs> thighs though. Yes, you do girl. <laughs> <Thick> Two <C's>. <laughs> Those <laughs> things save lives. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you, and you definitely, and we definitely, cause I'm not, you know, I'm a soccer player. So I got some thick, thick yeah. thighs too. Mm-hmm. And I definitely save a lot of, of food that falls in, mm. in my lap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know, a sandwich or something, you drop something. I'm like, yes, caught mm-hmm. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but, you know, if you don't catch you. it, that's also cool too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So actually a funny point on that. So I get like my build from my mom's side. Uh, so for you guys listening, I have like, I have pretty big hips. And so I have like an hourglass figure technically, like according to like the charts, quotations BMI I'm like like BMI that's bullshit I'm like technically overweight but it's um, so trash it's not even yeah it's not even realistic I'm also coming from me who's a healthcare professional BMI is bullshit so anyone tells you that you're obese because of if you are fit and you work out and you eat healthy and stuff like that and someone says your BMI is you being obese that is inaccurate just so everyone knows that yep yeah but yeah, BMI is bullshit, but also with like my body type and it is uh, genetics, mostly on my mom's side. Um, that was actually something that was celebrated, you know, like, and my mom's maiden name is Holmes. You know, they're like, oh, you got those Holmes thighs. <laughs> so, um, oh my God. Was, like almost spit out her water. <laughs> I, I don't just spit out my water. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that Z, was something. Girl. Yeah, that was something I was proud of um, growing up. But, and, Thick thighs are very celebrated right now, especially in the media. Big butts, which I do got a big booty. Holmes thighs. Yep. So I'm glad that was celebrated. But as I, you know, kind of got older, like in high school, you know, thick thighs, big butts, like weren't really celebrated yet. Like the Kardashians were like, like Kim K sex tape just came out. Like we're at that point. (laughs) Almost, we're almost progressive, just not almost. quite there yet. Still <laughs> um, in the works. <laughs> so, like, we're at that. You know, being skinny was like the thing to be in high yeah. school. So then it's like, oh my god, like my thigh. And honest to god, like my thighs aren't like that, like thick. If you're looking, but yeah, like I've compared myself to these other girls in high school, and like girls like go through puberty differently, especially oh, in like high sure. school. And everything. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I never want to wear 
shorts again because when yes. I sit down, it's like a blob. And that was like what mid two thousands ish, right? Because that was like, yeah, like like the Britney Spears, you know, yeah. Christina Aguilera, like that kind of era, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like when we were growing up, you know what I mean? It yeah. was like, oh, like the, they were kind of the icons. I feel like they definitely had a like a certain body type, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's what was celebrated. But I'm so glad that we're in 2020 now. And I feel like we're finally starting to celebrate all different t- body types. And that's so important. And just because you look a certain way doesn't mean you shouldn't be celebrated any less than what's the media and society thinks women should look like. Yeah, absolutely. No, I actually, I kind of want to touch on that too, like piggybacking off of the whole like big butts, big thighs thing going on right now, um, which is, I mean, I think that it's like, it's like two uh, sides to the, to like every coin, right? Because now I feel like in the media, like I'm so glad that that's being celebrated because I, you know, I think in general, like all, all body types are amazing. I think everybody should be loved the way, you know, I mean, everybody is worthy. Um, but I think that that also like sets us up a little bit too, because like now there's almost like that's the new norm, right. Is like being thicker and like having like big butts and big thighs. And then I feel like in turn, that's almost making like the skinnier girls more insecure and the girls that can't put on weight. Um, like I have a friend who's, um, I think she's like six foot or six one or something like that. Um, you know, but like volleyball player type of body, but like more, just like more slender and stuff like that. And usually volleyball players have like big butts and big thighs, but she does not. And, and, and like, you know, myself, like I'm more of a petite person. And I think it's like this expectation that, you know, you got to get in the gym and get your butt right. And, you know, get your thighs thick, but, but you also still need to have a small waist and, you know, the boobs, it's, it, it could be a toss up, but you know, you better have a small waist if you're going to have thick, thick butt and thick thighs, just and, unproportionate expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just unrealistic expectations. I feel mm-hmm. like for, for like across the board, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. If you have a big butt and big thighs, like that's awesome. You know, like that's awesome for you. And that's also awesome to not have that. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I think that's the thing that drives me nuts with the media is just that it's like always this blanket statement. You know what I mean? Which right. I definitely think we're getting away from, which is good. Social media has had a lot to do with body positivity um, and accepting all different types of yes. bodies, but like magazines and like print media and just like uh, television are just stuck on this same concept. Do you feel like they like target a certain group? Like I almost feel like print media is targeting like, you know, on a almost maybe even like a 40 and up. I mean, I don't know how many 40 year olds really like magazines, but yeah, honestly, like I bet you their target audience, like for magazines and like print materials are, like, like I don't older, older, probably older, older sorry, oldish. Mm-hmm. That is not, that's not yeah. accurate, but, um, 40 and up is definitely not yes. old. I guess another point to make though, too, even though you have the print, that's probably more targeted, um, towards like older women. Cause they're probably going to pick it up. A lot of those articles still make it online because, you know, like women's health mag does have like an Instagram or they do have a Facebook, Twitter or whatever. And they still that's are true. sharing those articles, even though like you're not paying for the magazine, that's like $4 on the shelf. 
but you're going to see it because guess what? They're going to promote it in their ads. It's just like so invasive. Um, and especially with women who are recovering from eating disorders, For um, sure. being on social media, actually one of my favorite Instagrams is called no food rules. And I think she's like a registered dietitian and she, I think she helps like a lot of women who have had eating disorders, like get past mm-hmm. that. And just like, she calls it like food freedom, but yeah, I, I can't imagine like recovering from an eating disorder and just having like all these ads constantly or like articles from magazines yeah, in your just, face, like lose yeah. weight, do this. Mm-hmm. This is the best way to, you know, whatever, like maintain a healthy lifestyle, which, uh, and, and then I also ooh, stutter. Um, I also feel like the information too. it's like, how do you know what's true? Like I, right. You know, like I said, I'm in the healthcare uh, profession. So, I mean, I've done, a, I have my master's. I mean, I've done a lot of schooling on, you know, what is, and I mean, like we have to do continuing education. So I have to keep up with this stuff and like kind of know the newest research, but it's like as an average Joe, like how do you know what's right and what's not? If you're not in that profession or you don't like research all the time and do that stuff all the time, like how do you even know? And then there's industries like, like bodybuilding people and stuff like that. where like, as a healthcare professional, like if you are trying to lose weight and that is your goal and you're doing it like healthily, health, health, in a healthy way, in a healthy way, <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever, whatever that word is. Um, like you just, you have to consume less calories than what you're burning. Like it just is what it is. But I feel like the way in which people promote it is, is just absurd. It's like, mm-hmm one, it's not healthy. Like two, like people will drop, you know, and then they have unrealistic, sorry. Okay. I'm on a rampage now, but like, bear with me guys. And also I feel like, you know, when you have more weight to lose, you typically lose that weight very quickly in the beginning. And then, um, you kind of plateau and then you may only you lose like a pound or two a week. Um, and that like a pound a week is what's healthy. It's a pound, pound Mm -hmm. and a half. I forget what the cutoff is. We can fact check later, but I know it's at least a pound a week is, is like healthy. And then, you know, people will say, Oh, I lost like a million pounds, you know, in a month. And it's like, ah, like, I mean, yeah, that's going to happen because you know, when you're overweight and you just start working out and stuff like you're ultimately going to lose that fat, you know, or that you're going to drop that weight right away. Um, but then I don't know. Anyway, I digress, but I definitely get where you're coming from, where I feel like it's just, there's like a line that needs to be there. And, um, back to the whole average Joe thing. It's just, how do you know, like as an average person, how do you know what is what you're supposed to do? Right. And, um, I also just want to reiterate to everyone that like Sam is a healthcare professional and this is like pretty much in her field of work. So she knows exactly what she's talking about, but yeah, it is important to just be super aware of what information you're getting off of social media, what information you're getting. Maybe if you watch what like entertainment tonight, like that's, you know, that's just an entertainment show, but they're going to talk about weight loss and, you know, the night, what, what was like that rage about like wrapping yourself in like a seaweed or it works band or something? Oh yeah. It was, um, wait, you're not talking about like the shaky one, right? That like moves your abs. No, no, no. Like it was like a pyramid scheme where you like, you like wrapped something around your stomach. I I think it was called it works. Not ring. I'm about to Google it right now. Yeah. It um, works. Ultimate body applicator. Yes. I'm Googling it right now. Yes. That's it, exactly it what it works. It works wraps. Yeah, you're right. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this sounds silly. Sorry. Yeah, don't sue me, but <laughs> this looks really four wraps for $59. Ultimate body applicator. I can't I, like, believe this it's is not still around. No. I can't oh, believe. yeah. Yeah. You can save up to 40% off right now. Oh, shit. Christmas. Christmas <laughs> oh, is coming up, everyone. Oh, my Get your goodness. It Works body wraps. Maybe you could wrap gifts with them. I don't know. Yeah, that's about all I would use it for. So, yeah. But don't pay attention to, like, everything you read. Like, I feel like, yeah. at least in my opinion, like, for myself, I try really hard to critically think about everything that I'm I'm reading and just not, mm-hmm. you know, like, try to fact check stuff or, like, go online and at least, like, find a couple more, you know, .gov resources or whatever, like credible resources that maybe are saying the same thing before I make an executive decision. I think a lot of people don't like take the time to really pay attention and um, what's the word? Like just make sure that it's a credible source or a really credible information like to the best of your ability, because, you know, there's guarantee you there'll be someone in the comments here. Like, how do we know it's credible? <laughs> like right. with everything that's going on with COVID-19, it's like, how do we know? But, fake news. And also to go back to your um, piggybacking on your social media thing. I also, if you, if you are on social media, go and find Alicia McCarvel. I love, I love, love, love mm. this woman. Shout out Alicia. If you're listening, I don't know. I'm about to literally like post this on in your in your messages we'll or something. Slide but, into her DMs. Um, yeah, I'm I'm about to slide into her DMs. I legit slide into her DMs all the time. Like I'm always like, "You're amazing. I love you." Um, I love so that. a little bit about Alicia. So she promotes you know self love, body image stuff like that. Her husband is very into fitness. Um, he would have, I guess, what you would quote call like an ideal body, you know, very fit, um, like six pack, you know, good looking guy, whatever. Um, and she is what society would call quote overweight. And she posted this and I just love her because she's all about like loving herself and, you know, she's super goofy. Like the other day I was watching her, um, story and like, I guess people were trolling her for eating a burger or something. Cause it was her cheat day. And um, because she also works out with her husband and, you know, just kind of like wants to maintain a healthy lifestyle Um, is not necessarily like working towards anything um, other than a healthy lifestyle. And uh, she also used to do fitness um, like she was a bodybuilder as well. And I I don't actually know their backstory. I don't know if that's how they met. But anyway, she posted this thing about her eating a burger and everyone was trolling her like she was literally posting the comments, like the DM comments that she was getting. And people were so mean. I don't understand because cheeseburgers are fucking delicious. I had one yesterday. Uh, yeah, like who doesn't eat a cheeseburger? I literally every time oh I go God. out, that's like basically what I want. I don't know. I don't. Do they have them in Ohio and Michigan? An olive <laughs> burger is like a oh. thing. I was like, yes, they have cheeseburgers. Okay. Um, like, yeah, yeah, they um, do have duh. have olive burgers. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, it's like a menu item. Like if you're not yeah. from Michigan. And even Michiganders have have like tested me on this, but there are many restaurants that have the olive burger as like a menu item, like not just a build your own. But anyway, I digress again, per usual. Um, but she had this post about um, like kind of a now, like a then and now or now and then. And um, actually, I'm about to pull it up because on the then side, it was her, you know, 
super thin, super like, you know, it was one of her bodybuilding pictures. And she basically was saying like back then she was insecure. You know, she was, um, some of the things that says managed stress with food and thin regular or praised regularly for her size, ex, you know, exercise to lose weight, took unhealthy weight loss drugs. She was insecure about her body and herself. She binge ate as a diet trend, um, low sex drive and body confidence and mentally bullying herself. Like these are the things that she was saying. Um, and this is her being thin. This is the thin side. And then on the fat side, it says shamed regularly for her size, but loves herself exercises for health and not size confident in her body and herself completely stopped all binge eating mentally happy and driven. If you watch her story, she's super goofy and just like funny and like always having a good time managing her stress with activity and doesn't shy away from photos and invitations. And on some of her other, you know, posts, she might post in lingerie or, you know, whatever. And it's just like, it's, it's so you're people in society are so quick to say, Oh, you're thin. So therefore that must mean that you are healthy and happy. And it's just like, that's just not real life people. Like that's just not, I mean, you know, and she says it perfectly like, you know, on the fat quote unquote fat side, she loves herself more and doesn't binge eat. And, you know, all of this stuff that she used to do to cope, you know, back when she was quote thin. And anyway, so I just, if you have Instagram, go and check this check out because she's awesome. I love her. I'm going to follow her once we sign off of this. And I really like that post that you just described because I can think back when I was like at my thinnest and like, I remember I was obsessively thinking about what I was putting in my body. Also to backtrack a little bit, I am a runner. I have ran probably over like 20 races. Um, I've ran 12 half marathons, one full marathon, numerous 5Ks, 10Ks in between. So I started my running journey in 2013. And, you know, I was around my thinnest then, and I, I was, I was doing really well running, but I was like limiting myself alcohol. I was limiting myself carbs. I had like a whole, I actually had a, a blog about like my fitness journey and everything, which it is okay to blog and like track your progress, um, whatever your goal is. And if your goal is, you know, if your goal is to lose weight and to, you know, maybe you Maybe you do want to get a six pack of abs. I don't know if that's your goal. Like, great. Good for you. Good for you, um, girl. Yeah. Do it. But, <laughs> but yeah, but I remember being like so tired at the end of the days and just like not wanting to do anything. And now as I'm like sitting here at 26, you know, my body has gone through a lot of changes. My body's uh, going through a lot of changes right now. And I am just so comfortable in my body and eating really whatever I want. Like I did do whole 30 in July because I do have like a lot of um, like acid reflux issues and Mm -hmm. I do have high actually. Mm -hmm. And I do have high triglycerides and I didn't do it to lose weight. Like that wasn't my goal. I just did it to like, see if anything like changed because you cut out um, if you do whole 30, you basically cut out dairy, alcohol, grains. So you're basically just eating like meat fruits and vegetables. So it's hard. Yeah. (laughs) And nuts, you can have nuts, but you know, you know, I, it didn't like alter like how I felt about my body or anything, but 
yeah, it's, it's just like really important to accept yourself and love yourself for who you are, because guess what? Like 10 years from now, I'm probably going to look back at my body at 26 and be like, damn, I looked good. Even though like right now, absolutely. We're going to be like, Mm -hmm. when we're 60 years old, we're going to be like, girl, you remember, I'd be like, Sam, you remember when we went for your bachelorette party? We was looking good, girl. (laughs) Right. And a little drunk, but just a little bit, just a little bit. We got some good pictures though. That's all that matters. Yeah. It was cute. But like, I look at my high school body, like my high school self in past pictures when I thought like, when I thought I was like a super overweight or even like my early college pictures when I was like not eating a lot and big into running, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I looked, I looked so good. Like, why do I, why did I, why was I so mean to myself? Yeah. So it's just, it's just so, so important to love yourself and accept yourself for the body you're in now because, um, you only got one. Yeah. You only have one. You know? Mm-hmm. You only have one life and eat the fucking cheeseburger because hell God yeah, damn it, they're delicious. eat that cheeseburger. And like fries, if you want a ugh. banana, cool. Eat that yeah, too. But like, like also I love some bananas. Yeah, same. <laughs> like love apples. I love, mm-hmm. love grapes. Love oh mm-hmm. love raspberries. Raspberries are my jam. Mm-hmm. But also I will eat the frick out of a cheeseburger for sure. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there mm-hmm. with you. I think it's you know, like you said, important, just loving yourself for yourself and like just living, like, I feel like overall just living a healthy lifestyle, like to the best of your ability Mm -hmm. and allowing, like giving yourself permission to one mess up and two, I mean, part of messing up is not being perfect. Like we're never going to be perfect and you're never, like, like kind of how you were saying about obsessing over, you know, oh, like eating, I got to eat mm-hmm. this all the time or whatever. It's like, yeah, no, again, like, I feel like that's the theme of this uh, whole podcast today is like, it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Like these thoughts are just not realistic. Like you are not going to maintain this, you know, facade of like, I'm going to work out every single day and eat super healthy every single day. Also side note, I could never give up cheese. Oh God, Ever. no. I did it for 30 days and it was so hard. So I mean, hard. The only reason, actually, fun fact, and we can talk about this probably in another episode, but like it, there's really no humane way to get dairy because usually um, right. the farms are like taking the calves away from their mothers too early, like in yeah. order for the milk to continue to produce. What cheese is so good. I'm also like- I a know. Little- yeah, like I'm huge in animal welfare. So like if I could, eventually I probably will wean off of dairy I just also, for that fact. I mean, I, I will cheese. So I will much. be honest. Like I, I do have issues with dairy, which is also another reason I did Whole30. Like I do have really yes. bad issues. Um, And my face did clear up. Like literally I have like I've these bumps that. on my chin and they're not zits. They're just like these, these like really small bumps. They went away when I did Whole30. Oh my God. But don't tell me that because all I'm need, saying oh, I love is cheese. enjoy your cheese because you only have one life. Yes. But maybe if it makes you sick, like try not. It's okay. Maybe you don't eat the indulge every once in a while. But yeah, yeah. Like, but when, like maybe you know, stay away from the cheese just like, like most of the time. Like, you know, live your life how you want to. But also <laughs> sure. if food hurts is some 
I can't say this straight. If some <laughs> food hurts your body, right? Maybe be a little cautious. Maybe just like be a little kinder to yourself, you yeah, know. Just, but like also, you know, you don't have to be perfect. So yeah. I think that's like ultimately the, you know, the the goal of today. So yeah, you know, everybody just be themselves and love themselves and understand that you cannot be perfect. Give your excuse me. Give yourself permission to mess up and be imperfect. Yes. That might be our motto. I actually kind of like that. I, like yeah. I low-key like that as a Give motto. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to mess up and be imperfect. I just want to note that your dogs don't give a fuck about what you look like. Yeah, straight up. They just care if you feed them and love them and take them on walks. I should yeah. say the W word quietly, but. <laughs> Mine are in the crate right now. I actually oh. am fostering a. Oh, what is he now? 11 week old puppy. Mm. Yeah. And him and bullet just play all day long and it's exhausting. I'm Mm. like, is this what it's going to be like when I have kids? I just like, just don't ever stop. And I just want to lay down and, and curl into a ball and sleep for days. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that was my day today, to be honest. I think so. And also just want to note that dogs don't judge another dog on their body type. So Dogs also love unconditionally. Yes. Yeah. So if you're feeling down by a dog, uh, adopt, don't shop. Adopt, don't shop. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of dog, a rescue dog, because they are the most loving. Yes. They need it. They need it the most. Mm -hmm. I mean, puppy mill dogs, they're usually from like the breeder, you know, breeders, they do like the puppy mill situation. They also need it, but but you could rescue a puppy mill dog that was used to produce that you, yeah, that that they got out of the puppy mill, yeah, and is now in a rescue. Yeah, well, always because rescues. Total side note, like we, because I work for a rescue. I think I mentioned that maybe in the first episode. I don't yeah. remember anymore. But, um, yeah, we get them from dog fighting rings. Like we have puppy mill dogs. We got all of them. So. Please adopt, don't shop. I beg of you. Yes. That's my, my only uh what is it called? Like my only shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, no. Shout it to the rooftops. All of my dogs have been from shelters and they've all yeah. been flawless. So flawless. Flawless like our own bodies. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we had this talk today and ended on a good note talking about our dogs because yeah, needed that's this always actually. amazing. Peace out, guys. So, see you later. Have a wonderful week.